1: The wide, wide world of sports
2: are going on. Here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world
1: Austin, Texas, baby.
2: It's Bucky and
0: Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. BE. What's BE? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on The Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and HornFM.com with The Longhorns Play and Austin Talks Sports. <laughs>
2: Start it up. That's your Friday. Starting up your weekend. Maybe it started last night for you out at Dishball Field. Emphatic win for the Longhorns. Maybe you're part of the Occupy Left Field group. and Had some coldies, watched a dominant Longhorn victory. And then uh, you're, you're just going to keep rolling. Keep rolling right through the tailgate for tonight's game, too. At 6.30. Not a bad idea. Not a bad plan. But uh, weekend is here. And it's a busy one. Got NBA playoffs. Final four. Nuggets. Two up on the Lakers. Lakers have got to get their star players playing better because LeBron James is a bricklayer last night. And uh, Jamal Murray was in fuego, as they say. Unbelievable Man, performance for him as they took a uh, deficit, headed into the th- fourth quarter. The Lakers can, were, you know, were in the lead in the game. They were up double digits. I thought they were playing a really good game. Fourth quarter became all about Jamal Murray. Uh, made everything he threw up there in that fourth quarter and was incredible as the Nuggets take game two. Uh, and they're two wins away from their first ever trip to the NBA Finals. We'll preview that as well. So, busy weekend. Got golf, PGA Championship. Uh, starting to try to wrap up round one and uh, get into round two at uh, Rochester. Uh, good to the leaderboard as we yeah, set Yeah, Tom the time.
1: Kim, I would have gone homey. I, I, I seriously, I, I would have gone soft. It's too wet, too cold. Yeah, I, don't I, would've, I, would've had, I said, I'll see you guys in sure the next tournament.
2: When Tom Kim on the sixth hole hit it in the, the creek, sixth hole? I don't think he thought he was, it was going to be that muddy. Like, he sunk. And because he, he got his pants rolled up, he took his shoes and socks off. He thought he was going to be able to get to his ball and, and save a stroke. But yeah, he sunk in that uh, the bog? New York mud, <laughs> the bog. And it got up to his, uh, over his kneecaps. And yeah, you're right, it was a cold day, right? I mean, they started man. with a freeze warning, and that was. That was uh, Put those socks back on with those shoes. Yeah, man, muddy pants. That's what you do, though. Save that stroke. It's a major, it's a major championship. So we've got golf on the brain, bas- baseball and basketball, and some football. We'll get into the uh, Longhorn situation. As we mentioned, the uh, On3Sports site has put out its top 100 players in college football for 2023, 100 days to the first college football game. I'll have that for you coming up as well. Uh, Should be a good weekend. Ty, uh, you had the Nuggets minus 5.5 last night. Yep. Ouch. 108-103. Vegas has got this right. The first game was a push because it was a six-point line. Nuggets won by six. Last night night they shaved it to a a half a point to 5.5. And the Lakers kept it within five. It was a one hundred eight one hundred three final uh, in the in the victory there. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, good basketball. So that's that's you know Vegas kind of kind of has this. And tonight they have the Celtics as a, almost a ten point favorite. I mean, I'm sitting here going, I'm taking that. This Jimmy Butler run that he's on, this Miami Heat team, the advantage Eric Spolster has over Joe Missoula. Who I'm still just you know dumbfounded that in that that unbelievable third quarter run that the Heat went on, that Joe Missoula didn't call a single timeout. I mean, think about the coaching mismatch there where one coach is over there momentum. with deer in the headlights. Not only did, did they outscore you by 21, I mean, 46 points in a quarter is absurd. Your coach didn't call a single timeout. Jalen Brown, your, I mean, excuse me, J- Jason Tatum, your best player in Boston, only took four shots in the quarter. And he didn't take a single shot in the fourth quarter. It's like, Missoula, what are you doing? Uh, you can't throw it all on your players. you got to help your players out here. Uh, and it didn't feel like he did in that game. And Eric Spolstra... Uh, got it exactly where he wanted in that victory. Also, as we talked about yesterday, the big loser in that uh, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals was YouTube TV. I mean, you must be the only one, Ty, because everything I saw yesterday was that YouTube didn't have the end of the game. Again? Yeah. No, 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 the game on the other, uh, night. The other night, the Heat no, I, Celtics I, game I, one. I didn't notice. I mean, I could that could have.
0: I was watching it on my phone, and it was working.
2: Okay, so. but then it uh, like if you were watching the game on YouTube all over the country uh it went out for the last 8 or 5 or 8 minutes of the basketball game which now everybody's panicked because youtube of course is the new home of and if it was about a, a too much capacity issue right if there were too many people logged onto youtube youtube oh, wait TV to, you get to watch get football it. season yeah wait till you get to football I season don't, i don't think that was the issue i
0: have no idea of the situation is that what they're saying yes really
2: yeah uh that now i have Are not seen any people that's the question right if youtube isn't youtube owned by google yes would look, if it, would have it, the could computing have been power. A, could have been a technical glitch but at the same time if it's about look this is a big east coast game right this is the Boston Celtics this is you know Miami Heat uh, a lot of lot of fans on the east coast watching this game and a lot of people are switching over to YouTube to TV right now i'm about to do it because of uh, you know the direct tv package so you're making that move and you know if it was a capacity issue and you missed the the the, the climax of an eight you know game 1 of an eastern conference finals yeah, just wait till you get to football, <laughs> and your t- people are trying to watch YouTube TV for football. They better get that right. And, wait till um, they get
1: to the Cowboys when they're trying to kick a field goal for a win.
2: Exactly. Well, th- yeah, look, we know that. it uh, wow. Last Grandma. year, we know the last year and the last several years, you know, the NFL is the number one TV show in the world. I mean, it's you know ninety of the top one hundred TV shows every year now, uh, and it's and you know NBA's got these has had good ratings in these playoffs, but it's not close. Or to not. the number of people watching an NFL game on a Sunday. And if that is about a capacity issue, you're... Uh, Someone said it's the,
1: is it the bandwidth? I don't know what the
2: tech... I Whatever haven't seen a statement from is. YouTube. I just know I saw a lot of anger from YouTube subscribers. They were like, wait a second. Where the hell did the game go? And you know how those Boston Celtics fans can get bucked. They can get a little, little surly.
1: Oh. oh, they'll go nuts now.
2: <laughs> get a little mad. And well, they're Celtics. And their Celtics are collapsing, and their coach isn't doing anything about it. Get into our coach's corner here in a minute. Let's get to our headlines, trending topics, including that uh, great night for the Longhorns over at the Dish. UBO Business Services brings you the uh, headlines and top stories on your Friday morning. How about the Longhorns? They welcomed the first place team in the Big 12, West Virginia, to open up a three game set last night, and they welcomed them emphatically. How about a dominant 12 2 pounding of the Mountaineers? Longhorn outfielder downtown Porter Brown had himself quite a night, blasted three home runs, drove in eight runs. Dylan Campbell. Three for four, including his 11th home run of the year. Also extended his program record hitting streak to 31 games on the mound. It was the ace, Lucas Gordon, notching his sixth win of the season. Seven innings of four hit ball. He was in complete control. The win keeps Texas in the hunt for at least a share of the Big 12 regular season championship. They have to win the remaining two games against the Mountaineers to pull that off. Game two is tonight, 630. Live here on the Horn, LeBaron Johnson Jr. gets the start for the Longhorns. West Virginia will counter with seven-game winner Blaine Traxel. Uh, Texas softball will begin playing the NCAA tournament today. The host Seton Hall is part of a four-team regional at McCombs Field. Texas State and Texas A&M are also a part of that double elimination tournament. Great news late yesterday for the Texas basketball program: official word that junior to be point guard Tyrese Hunter is returning to the Longhorns for another season after testing the NBA draft waters. Uh, he started all 38 games this past season for the Longhorns in their run to the Big 12 tournament championship in the Elite Eight. He joins a rebuilt backcourt that now includes himself, Oral Roberts' transfer scoring machine Max Acemas, and Texas Arlington transfer Kendall Weaver. NBA playoffs last night, top seeded Denver now two wins away from their first ever trip to the NBA Finals. They beat the Lakers, held them off in Game 2, 108-103, thanks to a scintillating fourth quarter performance from their emerging star, Jamal Murray. And a cold shooting night from both Lakers stars, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Murray, uh, with the Nuggets trailing, three points going to the fourth quarter, down 79-76. Murray proceeded to pour in 23 of his game-high 37 points in that 12-minute period. Uh, Had six of seven from the floor, hit four three-pointers, made a bunch of free throws down the stretch. His red-hot shooting fueled a 15-to-1 run early in the quarter that separated the game. Nikola Jokic added another triple-double, 23 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists. As for the Lakers, their two stars, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Shot a combined 13 of 34 from the floor last night, included one from nine on three-pointers. Games three and four back at Staples Center in L.A. Uh, They are undefeated in L.A. so far in this playoffs. Baseball last night, after Astros and Rangers both enjoyed the day off. They're going to open weekend home series tonight with uh, last-place teams. Texas will host Colorado for three games, Houston hosting Oakland for three. Round Rock a 4-1 loser to El Paso.
3: This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. All right, so busy night. Good stuff.
2: Uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis have to be better if the Lakers are going to be in this series at all. Uh, I would just say, because I'm defending the Lakers here, because you guys are both on the Celtics, or on the Nuggets, and uh, Ty looked at him shaking and said, hates the Lakers. So I have to, I never have rooted for the Lakers in my whole life. But Ty has driven me into this corner where I have to defend the Lakers because he's just so anti. That's fine. We like to have a balanced conversation here on the program. But, um, I mean, Lakers were in control of the game for most of the night, Up 11 points at one point. Uh, The difference was Jamal Murray. He was just – he lit up when they needed him most. He had been cold for most of the night. He was, you know, short on a lot of his shots for the first three quarters, and, man, did he erupt, and the Lakers had no answer. Meanwhile, the Lakers stars – couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat last night, and LeBron continues to take bad three-pointers.
1: Yeah, that's the part that's just, I mean, he can get to the hoop. I mean, he's still strong enough, you know, athletic enough to get to the free-throw line, but he just doesn't. He's settling for a lot of three point shots, trying to get the momentum going for himself.
2: And he's missing layups too. I mean, it's like four layups last night. I mean, oh, I, I missed
1: that one bunny. Uh, he
2: needs to quit taking the threes. He missed six. He only took he, he took six and missed all of them. He went up like he was in a tomahawk. Is he it? was
1: going to? Oh yeah, and, it, and, and he was going just, to.
2: I thought Blue the funnier they they didn't make much of it last night. Slammed but off I, his nuts. I thought the a couple 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 possessions previous when he sh- the air balled finger oh, yeah. roll was even more heinous. I was like LeBron. Like, he got all the way to the cup and he went to finger roll it in and it was short. And Jokic jumped up and grabbed the rebound. And, like, that's two points right there. And then you miss a dunk, LeBron. You did that again in the fourth quarter. It's like, dude, finish layups. Now you're LeBron James for crying out loud. But he is old. Maybe showing signs of that age. At the, he, looks, he looks a little old. Yeah. I mean, then he's got, a lot. He's well, got some what wear I, and tear. Here's what I would say to LeBron. Bat first two games. Listen, go back to your days in Akron, Ohio, facilitate. Just become the point guard. You've got a guy, Rui Hachimura, who hasn't missed a shot on the night. Austin Reeves is hot. Uh, get your teammates involved if you're on a cold shooting night. Just, you can do that. You but can. Anthony Davis couldn't score last night either. I know, that's true. Uh, and, and that's the problem, right, when those two combined. And it, as I
1: said, Jokic had a, a very quiet triple-double. That's really weird, but, but that was pretty quiet.
2: Well, but I disagree because a lot of those 12 assists came in that fourth quarter when he was feeding Jamal Murray. Now, a lot of Jamal's threes came off of, you know, you know you know, pick and pop at the top of the key where he was just, uh, you know, the the Dennis Schroeder was trying to go under the pick, and he was shooting over the top of him. Yeah, they
1: didn't play that very well. They did and not. It, but but he that pick and roll for, for him is just not just him and Jokic, it's just everybody on their team yeah. for Murray. When he comes, they get ready to set a pick for him because he'll fire it from
2: everywhere. Yeah, but I felt like uh, they'll play it differently. But going into the fourth quarter, if you're watching the game, if you're the Lakers, you kind of want him to take those shots because he wasn't making them. I mean, he had been like one for six. And they he, gave him like the last two of them. Yeah, they're like, okay, keep shooting. You're 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 like LeBron over here. You're not making anything. We'll let you have that. We don't want you to get get down low. And um, he started to make them. <laughs> what do you know? All of a sudden, everything's going in. He starts looking like Steph Curry out there. And uh, with that quick release. So is Murray
1: an emerging star E now, or has he been a star? What well, did he do? He what did he, he hurt? What did he hurt? Yeah, His knee? ACL, yeah. I mean, he was oh. a star
2: in the bubble. When they, made it, when they got to this far and lost to the Lakers in the Western Finals in the bubble, he was unbelievable. And that's when, I should say, he was an emerging star at 24 years old. But then he missed mm. an entire season. Yes. And even this year, he was still trying to get back from that knee injury and get back to full speed. And now it feels like he's back to that point. He's 26 years old. And yeah, I man, that was... That was some kind of clutch performance from him last night. He was outstanding. Uh, so, yeah, the, the best players on Denver are out playing the best players for the Lakers, and that's the story after two games as they head back to L.A. Let's dive into our Coach's Corner just after seven 10, fifteen. brought to you by our great friends at Audio Visual Consultations.
3: Audio Visual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid.
2: Assuming Tom will be at uh, on the glass or near the glass at the Stanley Cup Western Conference Finals tonight. Oh, he'll have his
1: face all smushed up on the glass. Texas making Stars. faces. And... Or is
2: that game in Vegas?
0: It's in Vegas. It is in Vegas. So it Tom will screaming likely not at the Maybe, Maybe Tom will
2: he go. Maybe Tom will go. He called
0: me the other day and said he was. they were planning on going up for at least one of the, I think
2: it's game. For Vegas? I think for the second game in Vegas. That would make sense. In a few days. I think that's Sunday. Uh, yeah, game one tonight of that series. Last night's Carolina series. Uh, Florida game went to four overtimes. Carolina won that one. Three to two. Hey Buck, let me play this for you because yesterday it's uh, you know we have a visit every Thursday with David Pierce, Longhorn head baseball coach, and uh, talked to him yesterday morning on game day and uh, asked him about Porter Brown because uh, we, we in our conversations during the weeks we haven't talked much about Porter who has been such a clutch performer. So I said, you know, tell me about Porter Brown, uh, what he's brought as a transfer from TCU uh, graduate veteran player with a lot of Big Twelve experience, and here was David Pierce talking about uh, the outfielder who proceeded to have a three home run, eight RBI night to launch this series for the Longhorns?
3: First of all, those eyes are, I, they will, they're so different. They're green with, a, uh, I don't know, like a stare. When you look at him, uh, I sit and face him in the dugout after pregame and we have our one-on-one and just kind of have a, been a light moment. But, and we I always talk about his eyes. They're unbelievable. They have a different look to them. Uh, and you can't, it's crazy. You can't take your eyes off of his eyes. <laughs>
1: hazel hazel eyes.
3: Yeah, but it's just, they're just very cool looking, I guess. But he's been awesome. Uh, he's come in with some experience. Uh, he's played in postseason. Uh, he's worked his tail off to become a really good left fielder. And that was our comfort of getting him in one spot and letting him learn every ins and out part of that position, playing in the corner at the dish, uh, uh, getting better at going to the gap, but his arm has continuously improved as well, but as a teammate, um, he's very smart, uh, so he's intelligent, and he comes out with some great one-liners with his teammates, but they've accepted him. He's accepted and has loved being here and has been a rock, like you said, in our lineup. He's had He's got the ability to put a team on his back for a month and really take off, so, and he's shown spurts of that, so hopefully he he's got a, a, a lot of excitement for the team and for the fans in front of him. Yeah man.
2: yeah, I
1: mean the the hand and the eye model have been just taken for granted, I think, throughout the years. We've got to do a better job of that. they're people we're people too. You know what I mean Eve? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I said we're people too.
2: Absolutely. Well, Porter Brown, he, as he just said, you can put him on your back and put a team. He did last night. His home run in the second inning, that big three-run shot. Um, you know, you felt like the Longhorns were off to a good start, but in the first inning, they had all you know, they had four hits and they only scored one run. And you think, oh man, are they going to waste this opportunity? Then the second inning, they got runners on board again, and Porter came up for the second time and uh, delivered a big three-run homer. But the first of three home runs on the night, and uh, the Longhorns are off to a great start in that. Uh, in that series, so uh, gotta win both. West Virginia's in the spot where they know they really have to win one game. If they can get a game here, they eliminate Texas uh, from the Big 12 regular season. They need a little bit of help from north of the Red River in that Oklahoma Oklahoma State series. But uh, West Virginia's still feeling good. But as I said earlier, the you know the Longhorns can get out to a lead tonight with LeBaron Johnson Jr. on the mound, who's pitched like an ace himself of late for the Horns. Uh, you get you get this West Virginia team starting to grip a little bit you know oh, they'll on the be grippy if they lose too for right, sure. Right, exactly. That's what you want. That's and that's why you'd like to play with a lead tonight. And uh you know you'll continue because West Virginia, you know, they don't want to come in here and not get a W. It's hard to sweep in the Big 12. I get that. It's hard to sweep in college baseball. But if you're going to do it, you're going to do it at home, uh, especially with an emphatic performance like you just had last night. Can you build on that with LeBaron Johnson Jr. at 6:30 tonight? It'll be a big crowd, a Friday night crowd. There'll be a lot of tailgating ahead of it. Have to imagine. Uh, For sure. All right, Buck, switching gears to football. 100 days to the start of the college football season. I mentioned On3Sports came out yesterday with their top 100 players in college football. Longhorns have four of them, four of the top 100. Could you guess uh, who they might be, my friend? i got
1: to believe that the offensive tackle is one of them.
2: Calvin Banks. Calvin Banks is one of them for sure.
1: Wide receiver.
2: Xavier Worthy is listed as the 21st best player in college football. Calvin Banks, 51. Quarterback. Quarterback Quinn yours, according to On3Sports, 75th best player in college football.
1: And from that point on, I'm
2: kind of stuck. Well, surprising that uh, A.D. Mitchell, not surprising, A.D. Mitchell was on the list. So two wide receivers, according to On3Sports. And then, I mean, if I'm... uh, if I'm making this ranking, I because I, I, I haven't seen Ad Mitchell play for the, for the Longhorns yet. Now we saw him at Georgia, so I can see that as a projection. We saw him playing so in the spring game, big games. We saw him in the spring game. But where's uh, Jalen Ford? Jalen Ford, who should have been the Big 12's Defensive Player of the Year a year ago, a linebacker. He's not one of the 100 best players in America. Um, number 41. I got to think he is. And then I'd, I'd also have to put Jatavion Sanders in that conversation, the Longhorn tight end.
1: I don't know why Sanders yet. I mean, he he's He's got all those tools but he doesn't have all those kind of numbers yet.
2: Well look all of the all these when you're ranking this you're all it's all projection for the most part. Now look, their list has obviously Caleb Caleb Williams at the top. Sure. Drake May, the quarterback for North Carolina at two. Marvin Harrison Jr.
1: You got to believe Utah's quarterback who's back again. Uh, Washington's quarterback who's back for the 15th year.
2: Uh, the, the list is, is is not by position, it's by number, so but Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison, Jr.. Uh, a lot of people will argue that Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player in college football, regardless of position. Right. Remember coming into last year, the consensus sure. on that was Will Anderson Jr. Uh, coming in from Alabama that regard, you know minus quarterbacks. Sure it didn't Will matter Anderson position. the best yeah. player. And uh, right now that's probably Marvin Harrison Jr. If it's not him, you're talking about uh, Brock Brock as the tight end at Georgia, potentially being that guy. And uh, they have Jared Verse, the edge player from Florida State, at five coming off the the oids there. Harold Perkins, youngster at LSU, already um, you know ranked six as a top ten player in the country. Kool-Aid McKinstry, who the Longhorns will see week two at Alabama mm-hmm. at number nine. And then Kalen King, the quarterback from Penn State, rounding out the top ten. So four Longhorns making that. Uh, I think Javion Sanders would merit some conversation. And Jalen Ford, speaking of a guy who did it last year. Yeah, he got it done. He still seems to be... A little bit underappreciated, um, around, even around the country. But you know, follow it up with the, you know his 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 performance last year and, and taking the reins of that Texas defense. Really impressive. They continue that. He's going to this defense will take another step in my mind.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, his his name should be on that list. I mean, top 100.
2: Yeah, that That's would a be long list. Yeah, well, a lot of college football players too. But uh, we'll we'll post that for you so you have it. Uh, all right, so there's your coach's corner on that front. We'll also get you the high school baseball scores from last night. We've previewed the games. There were some big ones around the area with uh, Round Rock and Westlake, with uh, Lake Travis cranking it up. We'll get you the scoreboard coming up on that. Also, more on the NBA playoffs. Hit your hot or not before the end of this hour. It's a busy Friday. End of your weekend here on BE.
3: It's Bucky and Aaron.
2: Getting tough and tight in the Big 12 after last night. Longhorns beat West Virginia like a drum 12 2. Also last night, Oklahoma State ripped OU in the Bedlam Series 13 2. K State beat TCU 7 6. So right now, West Virginia's lead over Oak State Buck is a game, and it's two games over Texas and K State. So two games separating the top four teams in West Virginia. Looking to clean clean it out or finish it off, but uh, Texas is not going to make it easy on them. No. If, uh, last night is any indication as they pulled out the big sticks and uh, beat up on West Virginia. Uh, remember, the West Virginia, their, their best pitchers are going to the Hill in games two and three of this series. Texas just used their best pitcher in Lucas Gordon last night in the win. LeBaron Johnson Jr. gets the ball tonight. And as Coach uh, Pierce let us know yesterday, uh, Tanner Witt will again get the start uh, in game three on Saturday after his three-inning performance in the uh, game last weekend with San Jose State. Getting him ready. Yeah, they still feel like using him as a starter is the best way to go and see what they can get out of him. Uh, If you can get nine outs even into the fourth inning, it would be great. And he showed signs in his last start against San Jose State that he's getting there and uh, feeling more and more confident. As for the high school baseball, Buck, we uh, talked about how good these series. How about these games last night? In the clash of Central Texas baseball titans in high school, Round Rock played Westlake last night at Round Rock. And it was nothing to nothing into the seventh inning, the final inning. And uh, Hudson Ellis, walk-off RBI single. Dragons take game one, one to nothing. Walk-off. The place erupted at Dragon Stadium. That huge crowd that had showed up at 6 o'clock to see the spring game and then hung around to watch the baseball game. A lot of talent. I mean, there are so many good players between the Dragons and the Chaparrales. uh, Two state-ranked top ten teams. So the first game goes to Round Rock. They'll play again tonight at Westlake. And if there's a third game necessary, I believe that would be played in Concordia. So the third game Sweet. would be a neutral site, is the way the coaches worked it out. So one home game each, and then if it's a third game decided is necessary, it'll be at Concordia uh, this on Saturday. Also last night, Lake Travis got an unbelievable pitching performance, and they will also won one to nothing. They beat San Antonio Johnson. They're kind of seen as the underdog in that series uh, with Johnson, one of the you know the power out of out of San Antonio, OJ Gonzalez. Complete game, one hit shutout, five punch outs in the victory. Also, last night, uh, Georgetown got beat by Lakeview out of Montgomery, 11 to 2 in game one of that series. So uh, there you go. We'll uh, get it into the weekend. Uh, and as we've said all week with that Lake Travis, or excuse me, that Westlake Round Rock series, you hate to see it. This is the way it goes, though. One of those teams is going to get knocked out. I think either of them have a potential to win the state championship. Yeah, so,
1: the winner coming out of there. Yeah,
2: winner is a team that can win the whole thing in the 6A. In 6A baseball, so uh, props to Round Rock, Lake Travis, and uh, Georgetown's got some work to do now after falling last night. So there's your high school baseball update. Also talking NBA and uh, the busy weekend that is on tap. Now, is tomorrow is the Preakness Stakes? Correct in it horse is. racing? It is. And our man confidence game not running. Will not be running. No, too soon. Too soon, according to the uh, trainers that don't call my wife stables. Um, so there, and may end am-
1: up at the Belmont, the longest of the races a long one it is a long one and down the stretch they come for to, like three minutes
2: to check in with colonel flowers here coming up this morning at some point and uh find out what's going on hey by the way the uh the kid eric cole who was leading at the P- the pga championship no longer leading uh he had to finish his round this morning and uh finished with a couple of bogeys gave two strokes back he was up to five or is down to, to as low as five under but he finishes at the 67 good for three under so he'll tee off uh, this morning.
1: His mom will be following him around all weekend. How, how
2: do we feel about Corey Connors? Corey, Corey Connors is a good Canadian. player.
0: I got a good feeling about him.
1: I, well, I, I mean, I saw Corey Connors win his first tournament down in San Antonio, the Valero, a couple years He's back. He's player. been very consistent.
2: Well, I hate to, you know, where he played his college golf, Kent State University, baby, not far from where I grew up. Ooh. The Golden Flashes of Kent State. He's from Canada, though. Yes. He a good player. Jamal
1: Murray from Canada, too?
2: Jamal Murray is from Canada. That's exactly he was, he was right. A, trying to take over here? Yeah, he was unbelievable. So he, right now, Bryson DeChambeau is the leader on by himself. Uh, after his 66 yesterday, He slimmed down 20 pounds lighter Bryson DeChambeau, since we've seen him on a big stage.
1: How about, he, how about Adam Scott still hitting it with the big boys?
2: The old man. I don't want to be Joan Rivers, but how about Adam Scott wearing the worst brown pants? Dude, what that, was, that guy he wearing? It yesterday? was rust.
1: It was awful. There was...
2: He was wearing like, like Cleveland Brown poop
1: you can't, pants. You can't do that. That's not how you play and you play good. You I mean, you got all kinds of deals with clothing companies. You don't bring in look, rust pants with a red and blue striped Did shirt. He looks
2: like a UPS driver. Oh, he looked like a colorblind guy. And it, he it, was trying it, to make it match. He was trying to make that match. I think he was with the confused. Rust. I'm I, like, no. And here we are being the fashion police. But yes, you, we are. If you wore that to the T-Box, your, your, your boys would clown you. Uh, they would. You get like, what are you wearing, man? Did
1: you get some rust on those
2: pants or something? I, 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 you say rust, I say brown. Wow. They were like, uh, I don't know, they were they were not. But okay, if you wear brown pants, but you then can't wear an Aggie maroon shirt. That just looks terrible. But so he, uh, but you know, when he had his pullover on, he had like a, a navy blue pullover. It looked a lot better. But then he takes. I was that down with Scheffler and, and
1: his yellow bird shirt. I was down with that Sheffield look. Scheffler looked
2: good yesterday. He shot sixty
1: seven. Got his blue navy blue pants on with a. With a yellow pullover. I thought that was good that was a good look.
2: Well the thing about Scotty is he is he is such a scrambler, man. He will he wasn't great all the time yesterday, but he scrambles to save par as good as anybody in golf. And you know the story is He made the
1: putts sh- yesterday,
2: He did. He did. And if he makes putts, he's gonna be fine. Yes. That's been his problem. Um even at the Masters, he was all over the greens, all over the pin. He just missed a lot of putts at Augusta. And if he putts well, you know, he's gonna be really hard to beat. Bryson DeChambeau though, a sixty six uh, looking really good. We know he's won a U.S. Open on on a course that's very similar to this one, uh, similar style of course. And uh, Deshambo feeling comfortable yesterday with a four under round of 66. Michael Block, Corey Connors, Scotty Scheffler, Dustin Johnson, DJ. Uh, he's shot a 67 yesterday. He'll tee off this uh, this morning uh, in his second round because they are now done, I believe, with the first round. They had to because of darkness, because of the two hour delay. They had to finish up this morning.
1: Yeah, Harold Varner the Thursday is
3: Got your happy price,
1: price line. <laughs> Sorry, Why do you got to pound that guy? He's Come your, on, man! He's your fellow brother. Why I you, need that brother to win, but
2: I just I don't know why it's Buck ha- always gets on the brothers, man. Because uh, I just
1: understand what's going to happen to Harold. That's all.
2: Because before it was uh, Tony Finow. you know he's all over. Tony's him. my guy. Now he's your guy.
1: Tony's my guy. He's won what that. Your tournament. guy was
2: John Rahm, who blew up yesterday. Oh, shot he was six awful. Over. He was not good. Tony Finow, by the way, shot seventy-two. He's plus one. That'll work,
1: Max Homa, in there hanging in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, he is Max Homa. Uh, then look, no one outside of Rom, nobody. Should, I mean, even Jordan Spieth at three over. You know, when the leader is at four, I mean, you're only seven back. It takes him. My to, wife always says, "Why are you rooting for that old guy, Rosie?" You're always talking about Rosie. The old guy's still hanging in there. Well, I mean, again, the, the, it's very jumbled, and it's only one round in. So unless you're John Rom, and you, you shot us, you know, you 76. And blew it up. Everybody's in it at this point because all it takes is Deshambo to absolutely you know throw a couple of bogeys out there, and all of a sudden he's back to to minus two and four or down to even uh, if he struggles out of the gate today. So I was um, listen. I
1: was asking you about the Pac twelve. Are they going to get a deal? Are they going to get a TV deal? If they don't get a deal this year with some of the talented players that they have in the Pac twelve, they're going to have problems because all those quarterbacks are gone after this year, right? Williams will be gone. Are you talking
2: about their media rights deal, yeah. They need to get a deal, don't they? Well, that we've been talking about that for months now with, uh, you know, their commissioner has not been able to sell the conference and sell a deal without USC and UCLA, not to the numbers that the remaining 10 members want and are going to agree to. It's why the Big 12 is lurking and waiting to see what happens. And, uh, you know, they, they had their meetings two weeks ago, their latest round of meetings with the Pac-12 presidents and leaders. But the problem is there's just there's not enough money. And, and you know, Fox is, is spending huge dollars on the Big 10, uh, of course, that was the reason they wanted USC and UCLA to move into the Big Ten, which now they have the largest deal. Uh, ESPN is spending huge dollars on the Big 12 and the ACC and the rest of college football, essentially. And there's just, you know, the, the the remaining members of the Pac-12 don't want to get in a situation where they lock themselves into a deal, kind of like the ACC did, where it's not even close to on par. Uh, because once you do, you're locked in. But at the same time, if you, you, you have more freedom right now independent. Be able yeah. to, to go somewhere else and land in one of these other conferences, but, but again, but it's a
1: conference that you'd want to see. I mean, they're you talking about quarterbacks, college college football. They've probably got the best group of quarterbacks, I would
2: think, right? Yeah, but these media companies aren't buying the the. Well, they're for not going to buy one the year. one year. That's what I'm they're, saying. They're, they're, they're going not long term the, here. They're looking at the next fifteen years, and um, that's you know what does that product look like ten years from now? Well, it look
1: like much without uh, UCLA and USC gone,
2: right? And so I think, but the problem right now is there's no unity in the conference because Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, even though they say they're not, in Colorado are leaving the door open to a possible move if they don't see the deal. And right now, I mean, you're talking about streaming services that are bidding, um, you know, Klyavkov, their commissioner, has kind of fallen out of favor with a lot of them because he hasn't put a deal in front of them. And, you know, the, the, the perception in the Pac-12 is that it was the Big 12's new commissioner and the Big 12 that acted quicker uh, in expanding as soon as Texas and Oklahoma announced that they were leaving they went to work to add the Cincinnati's and the Houston's and the um, you know the BYU's I mean they, they they were active and so now the Big 12 is seen as a more attractive conference and the Big 12 moved quickly to get a new TV rights deal with ESPN to make sure they were shorn up there and so now they're you know everybody's crunching numbers trying to figure out what the future looks like. I still think a couple of those schools, maybe four of them, could end up in the Big 12. I do, too. I, mean, I, I, I would agree with that. But
1: one of those teams are getting into the playoffs this year.
2: Well, I probably believe- USC.
1: Uh, what about Utah once again? I mean, aren't they defending back-to-back champs?
2: They are, and they, they beat USC back. twice last year. Now, USC believes they've improved their defense um, with through the portal to go with Caleb Williams and that dynamic offense. Bo has got another be. year
1: with... Oregon.
2: Bo Nix at Oregon. Yeah, Michael. Uh, you got Michael the, Penix. Michael Penix at Washington, who Texas got to see up close in the bowl game. Boy, they four excellent.
1: quarterbacks, pretty good.
2: Well, now they got uh, Deion Sanders' kid, too.
1: Well, you don't have to worry about that. Those dudes aren't going anywhere. Shakur? We're Shakur about Sanders. To, you, you and I are about to get rich, yeah. Ty, when the season comes on Colorado. Don't be
0: scared when it's like 30 points. You got to take it. <sighs>
1: It's 27, it's 27 with TCU, right?
0: I mean, what was the stat the other day? They're losing by an average of
2: 24 points. Yeah, that was, that was the the Joel, Klatt def- Joel Klatt's defense of, of Deion Sanders gutting the roster like he did was they were the worst team in college football by a mile last year. They Over the last five years. Yeah, they That's just slipped. So he, he cut them all loose. But he's already added 40-plus through the portal, including his own son who will play quarterback. He thinks. Yeah, they, I saw
1: them in the spring. They were horrible.
2: Well, You saw that most of the guys that are going to be gone. I mean, what you didn't see was the guys that they're bringing in uh, through the portal this summer. And, again, we won't see that until they start playing football in 100 days or so uh, for Colorado. No, I don't think Colorado will be a contender by yeah, any stretch I, yeah, of the imagination. Yeah, I got them winning three. But that, you know, most expect that kid to be a really good quarterback. Uh, and that you know, that, to your question of the media rights deal, you know, the Colorado now with primetime, who's become a headline maker and what the future looks like for Colorado – well, if you're in the Big 12, wouldn't you love to add that?
1: You would, yeah, you would take that.
2: Wouldn't you? I mean, if you, even if you're in the Big 12 and you could add Colorado and one of the Arizona schools. Now, I think if you add those two, you'd end up adding Utah and the other Arizona school in time just because it, it just makes too much sense to get yourself back to uh, – because, look, if you added those four schools, the, the four corner schools, as they call them, uh, when Texas and Oklahoma leave, well, now you're, now you're to 16. You You're mm-hmm. at the same number as the SEC. You're, right. you're playing and you, you have teams in the east-time zone, central and west. And mountain, and um, you have the ability to play in, in in four time zones on a Saturday. I think that's attractive, and obviously Denver is a good market. Phoenix would be a good market and an emerging market for for the media side of things with Arizona, Arizona State, and then Utah will immediately because you know if you're in the Big Twelve, you're looking to replace Texas, Oklahoma. That's your rivalry, right? Well, you'll know, BYU Utah immediately becomes in and in as a rivalry game. Arizona Arizona State is immediately a, a rivalry game in your conference if you can get it. Now again, it's. It depends on the tenuous circumstances with the remaining ten teams in the Big tw- Big in the Pac-12, but again, I just don't see a, a, a partner. Now maybe NBC gets involved at a, at a level to try to own the West Coast. Somebody could, but everyone's trying to lowball the Pac-12 right now, um, or not trying to. So they, they start taking, taking your teams. They just don't see the numbers. Somebody also pointed out that uh, DJ Uyunglele,
1: Oregon, is it Oregon State you know, Oregon,
2: now. Or, yeah, transferred to Oregon State from yep. Clemson, where Cade Klubnik will take over in 2023. All right, we'll come back. When we do, the Laker hater, the professional gambler, the Bitterman tie will lead us through some hot or not topics uh, before our top of the hour. We roll on on a Friday getting you into a busy weekend. It's beanie. Oh, yeah.
0: What's hot? Oh, yeah. And what's not?
2: Hot and not on this Friday. It was blazing hot yesterday. Temperatures in the 90s. It'll be that again today. Maybe a chance of rain this evening. Hopefully it holds off in time for that Texas baseball game. Uh, Interesting last night. Hot and not. uh, First came the news that Tyrese Hunter will return for the Longhorns. That was great news for Rodney Terry. Expected, but finally got the official word that Tyrese will be back. Um bringing that leadership and bringing kind of anchoring that point guard position with Max Asemus, the Oral Roberts transfer. We'll talk about the Longhorn roster coming up. Also on the hot and hot side, how about uh, Jamal Murray last night? He was ice cold for three quarters. I mean, he he couldn't make anything. And then he got to the fourth quarter and he made everything uh, with a 23-point fourth-quarter outburst that led the uh, – the, uh, I mean, he scored as many points in the fourth quarter as Nikola Jokic scored on the whole night uh, in that 12 minutes. It was pretty impressive. And then LeBron James – Continues to clank three pointers, and he missed three easy layups last night. That I mean, what do we do? He's going
1: to have to get back in that layup line. I mean, before the they game, lost start by five. He, he missed, missed three regular
2: layups. He missed three. Even LeBron, even Magic Johnson, Big Magic Johnson, was tweeting. I've never seen LeBron James miss three layups in a game. By the way, LeBron also had maybe the the worst fake flop ever. I mean, really, when when he got the foul call on Jokic, when he completely went, uh,
1: he slammed his fist down on the ground.
2: Oh yeah, and then the, the the fan in the front row handed him a towel, and he's like, "Thanks." Well, right. What, off- did get? what did he get? Was that popcorn that he got and some beer? Yeah, somebody spilled a drink on him, so they handed him a towel. I mean, it was a total flop job. That was but, ridiculous. It was great acting. Hollywood, we would be proud. But then on the other end, Nikola Jokic did it to him like a couple of possessions later. Same thing. LeBron just went to set up some some defensive position, and he went f- f- flailing into the into the stanchion, which was pretty funny. He had a wry grin on his face, uh, got him back, uh, foul for foul. Uh, but in the end, I mean, Lakers, I mean, they can't win this series when he and Anthony Davis play that that poorly. Absolutely. And, and you know, it was just such a weird thing to watch the game, and you're thinking when, when Jamal Murray started shooting those shots early in the 4th You like keep taking them, Jamal. You're not making anything. And all of a sudden, splash, splash. I mean, he found the clutch gene Right at the right time. Yeah,
1: guys will have their little spurts and get it going. But Jimmy Butler is consistent throughout the game.
2: Well, I think that's the difference in that series, that the consistency and coaching yeah. of, the, of the Heat versus the inconsistency and lack of coaching of the Celtics. And uh, the Celtics are going to win some games in this series. I just think over the course of a seven-game series, the Heat uh, and that culture will win out. By the way, NBA teams are have a record of 5-56 and 56 when trailing a conference finals 2-0, which the Lakers now do. Two of those six series wins, though, were by LeBron James-led teams: 2007, 2018. So we'll see. They got to win both games in L.A. to have a chance. If they lose one of those two in L.A. Saturday or Monday, that series is over. Who
1: beat the Warriors when they went up three to one? Was that LeBron? That was
2: LeBron. Yeah, the Cavs. Cavaliers in the comeback. in was a lot different to LeBron back then. For sure. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't miss <laughs> layups. <laughs> I mean, again, he, I he know. He was
1: fumble fingers. He was going for the tomahawk dunk, though, on well, the line. Well,
2: that's the one where the ball slipped out of his hands. The one right yes. before it was even oh, worse yeah. because he went dancing through the lane. There was no one near him. He hit it underneath the rim. <laughs> and he, like, got blocked by the underside of the rim on a finger roll. Like, what are you doing?
0: Come on, King. And Kyrie hit one of the most clutch shots in NBA history in that series, too. to is he, is win it in Game 7. Titus hates LeBron, hates the
1: Lakers. Oh, there's a lot of people that hate LeBron, which I Kyrie, makes though. I laugh at people that do that. I oh, know. Well, by the way, he also, like, he's not a good player. Like, he's he's never, so like, unlikable. When, I I'm, not, I I'm
0: not denying he's a top three player of all time in my mind, but he's just very unlikable. I don't think I've ever seen that. But,
2: you know, that's not either way. I understand. Same time, you know, the other layup he missed, Buck, was when he he, he jumped the inbounds pass late in the game, had a steal that could have oh, set, The reverse? And then he went reverse underneath and clanked that one. And that was a big one because that was when they were making a run and the the the, the Nuggets were seeing all those the lead. reverse
1: layups. and you need a little
2: spin on the ball that never spun? Just <laughs> go up and dunk it. I mean, you're six nine. Just slam it down. Oh, give me a break, LeBron. Uh, but yeah, that was atypical. Plus, he can't make any three pointers, and he and Anthony Davis were a combined thirteen of thirty-four. Wow, on the night. Uh, T.Y. What you got for us? And hot or not, my friend.
0: Uh, speaking of LeBron James, Bronny James has Ooh, signed kid. his national. Letter of intent to attend USC. Nice. What do you think? What kind of impact does that have on
2: college basketball next year? Is he the
3: is he The
2: biggest name? Probably similar to what will Arch be Manning good? will make on college football this year. Not much, right? Lamar, Arch Manning's will be a backup quarterback. Yeah, or a third string quarterback. Uh, LeBron, I, I don't. I will be honest. I haven't seen a lot of Bronny James playing basketball. He's, he's I've good. heard he's good. But and LeBron he, has said that he's going to wait
0: and wait until Bronny's in the league so he can play with him for a few years, and then he'll retire. So we'll see if that's still the plan. But maybe a year? you think one year, three years,
2: I, four years? I don't think a I trust either. my guy Isaiah Collier on this more than anybody because he watches more he basketball watches, than anybody yeah. I know. And he says he's not a one-and-done player. No, he's not. So, But
0: you know who is? Number one recruit Isaiah Collier, also attending USC. Yeah,
2: the other Isaiah yeah. Collier. Yeah. <laughs> The other Zay Collier. All right. Thank you, T.Y. All right. We'll get to some other hot or not topics. We'll roll into your Friday. High school baseball, college baseball, certainly some NBA and keep you posted on the PGA Championship. The uh, first round is officially in the books. They're not the tee-off round two. Rochester, New York. It's a busy one on a Friday. Getting you into your weekend on 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. Stream it always. On your smart speaker, on your horn app, and always at hornfm.com.